Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, September 23rd, 5.40 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down nine cents at 679 and a quarter. November soybeans down nine and a quarter at 1447 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat down 12 and a half at 898 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down nine and a half at 970. December spring wheat down eight and a half cents at 969 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, leave me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you would like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Lots of charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I did kind of a Ukraine-Russia review. Talked about uh, exports of wheat and corn. Uh, Ran through some geography, did some maps. Uh, Where are these areas that are being annexed? How do they correlate with ports and production areas? Uh, That sort of stuff. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Voting has begun in Ukraine. Uh, There will be voting in these four regions of Ukraine that uh, Russia is attempting to annex. This is the beginning of Putin's plan to annex this large portion of eastern and southern Ukraine. Uh, They're going to annex the regions if people in the Russian-controlled areas vote to join Russia, which uh, appears to be a, a certainty here. The voting will be done under military occupation or supervision. The West has called this vote a sham. The U.S. has vowed to never recognize these areas as part of Russia. Reuters reports this morning, outcomes that support joining Russia are almost certain, as is a swiftly choreographed legal annexation along the lines of the 2014 annexation of Crimea, which took just days. So the West doesn't like it and uh, Ukraine leadership doesn't like it, but these regions of uh, Ukraine are going to end up as as part of Russia the way that it looks, uh, and it could happen very, very quickly. So what does this mean for the markets? Well, it's, it's an additional escalation. Um, does it mean that the Ukraine shipping program is, is shut down at some point? That's still a possibility. Uh, Putin has mentioned that many times. Uh, what does it mean for exports out of Russia? You know, Russia sitting on this monster wheat crop I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, what if for some reason there was a, a military escalation uh, because of this and for some reason wheat stops flowing out of the Black Sea for a moment in time? That would be very friendly. So you've had, um, as a result of these increased tensions, I think you've had some, some short covering in the wheat market. You've probably had some speculative buying. Um, I think it's probably helped the corn market out also. I know we've given some back here, but uh, wheat in particular has acted pretty well, and I think this is a big part of it. Now, in regard to Russia and that wheat crop, the uh, crop estimates continue to grow. Well-followed private group Econ pegged this year's Russian uh, wheat crop at 100 million metric tons. Their previous estimate was 94.7. USDA is all the way down at 91. The prior record was 86 uh, from two years ago. So this is going to be a record crop by a wide margin. 
Strong spring wheat yields were the main cause for this most recent upward revision from Econ. They noted that weather had been nearly ideal during most of the growing season. They also noted that exports continue to suffer versus the average pace. Uh, Russia's uh, exports during the July through September period were down 14% from their uh, five-year average pace, despite the fact that they've got this monster crop. So again, as I've discussed before, this this uh, narrative regarding uh, shortages of wheat and food, uh, it just seems to be kind of unfounded when you consider the fact that Russia is sitting on a record wheat crop and they're having trouble exporting it. And it also happens to be the cheapest wheat on the world market. So uh, certainly something to consider. Lots, lots of uh, bullish and bearish headlines here in regard to wheat in particular. Drought continues to expand in U.S. winter wheat areas. USDA indicated that 57% of U.S. winter wheat areas are experiencing a drought. That's up from 54 last week, up from 38% the same week last year. Uh, the winter wheat crop in the U.S. is probably your most immediate concern here when it comes to our markets. You know, the row crop uh, growing season is wrapping up. So these areas here of, of you know, northern Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas in particular, uh, Nebraska, Colorado, South Dakota. I mean, this is, this is the stuff that's really problematic. A lot of problems up north, too and into the uh, Pacific Northwest areas like that. Now, I will say that uh, some of these areas caught rains here recently. This is accumulated precipitation over the last 72 hours. A lot of Kansas caught some rain, and it's certainly not everywhere, and this is certainly far from a drought-busting event, but uh, not a bad deal. Some of Nebraska with that same stuff, some of Colorado, some of South Dakota. So not uh, not a, a bad thing here. It's a step in the right direction. Now, the uh, radar this morning, you got some more rain sitting here over uh, central parts of Kansas, maybe some parts of uh, western or southwestern Kansas, uh, some additional rains over western Iowa, northern Missouri, uh, over uh, parts of Minnesota here working their way east, a little bit of North Dakota with some rain this morning. Next seven days is just kind of like, you know, maybe quarter, half an inch here or there. That's this green stuff. A lot of the plains will be dry after this system passes through today. Uh, six to 10 is uh, mostly dry and mostly above normal in regard to temperatures uh, or, or odds favor that at least below normal for uh, eastern areas when it comes to temperatures. So this should be a pretty wide open uh, harvest window, generally speaking. Export sales were bad last week. Uh, USDA reported uh, weekly export sales that were below expectations for corn, soybeans, and wheat. When you look at accumulated wheat sales for the current marketing year, they are the second worst of the last 10 years seasonally, just barely ahead of 2018. Accumulated corn sales are the fourth worst of the last 10 years. Soybean sales are good. They're the third best of the 10 years uh, of the last 10 years seasonally. Although it appears as if activity in regard to bean sales has, has slowed a little bit. China was pretty aggressive uh, with new crop U.S. beans during like the spring and, and early part of the summer, and then they've been much less aggressive uh, recently. So the soybean thing is kind of interesting. You haven't seen the big flash sales like you sometimes do this time of year. Um, is China waiting to see what happens with the Brazilian crop? Is their economy bad enough that their uh, purchases could be reduced, or is this just a lull in activity and they come back uh, in a strong manner for U.S. beans. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. The U.S. stock market is set for a sharp weekly loss. So the S&P had lost nearly 3% on the week uh, through yesterday's close and the futures are lower this morning. Last I checked at least. Uh, that index, the S&P fell to its lowest level since mid-July yesterday following this week's Fed rate hike and uh, more importantly, a hawkish tone from Fed Chair Jerome Powell. So the S&P is 22% from its all-time high. Um, 
uh, firmly in bear market territory here. Remember guys, October grain options expire today. If you have any remaining open positions, make sure you take a look. Uh, cattle market got beat up pretty good yesterday. Now we do have a cattle on feed report after the close at 2 p.m. Central time today. So we could look different come Monday. Uh, cash trade is still good. 143 in the South on some light volumes yesterday, uh, 145 in the North. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is sharply higher. What else is new? Uh, stock market's getting beat up. The S&P's down 45 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow's down 340. Gold's down 24 bucks. Uh, sharp losses there. Crude oil down 283 at 80.20 in the December WTI. Guys, I think these these uh, recession fears are uh, making their way into a lot of markets in a uh, drastic way here this week. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, I will talk to you on Monday.